Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. जुमे के दिन बरकत का दिन क्या दिन है हे दिन अला दिन डे ऑफ डेज बट योर दिन इज सो इम्पोर्टेंट एंड याज नेम इज नॉट दिस पर्सन अदर पर्सन दे इज नेम इज शमशुद्दीन हे द सन द लाइट ऑफ द दीन द सन शम्स एंड कमर हे वी इवन हैव कमरुद्दीन बट शमशुद्दीन इज लिस्निंग टू अस दे इज अ नेबर ऑफ आवर वेरी ओन Mufti Ibrahim Smith Adar in the World Cup. And let me tell you something else about Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Media houses throughout the world are calling him to spread the deen and ask him pertinent and probing questions. And Adar, the Mufti from the World Cup, he's doing us. Well, we say this with humility. He's doing us proud. Mufti Ibrahim Smith, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And who can this amit eat? موسیقیٰ and abodes in Jannatul Firdaus and all those who passed away due to COVID-19 G. Yes, a lot of people are making parza and uh, may Allah grant them all uh, Jannatul Firdaus. I mean, so, I mean uh, looking at your questions here, Mufti, it says, Assalamu alaikum, will it be considered suicide if one does not adopt a COVID-19 protocol? Shafat, even if we adopt, we can only do what is humanly possible, uh, you know, that uh, adopt all the measures that is permissible in Islam, that uh, Islam and Sharia is sanctioned, you know, anything beyond that, we have to put our trust in Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. See there that uh, if we look at uh, Maulana Taha, ta'ala, he took all the precautions and yet he got uh, affected with COVID-19. So if your death is recorded, you will die. However, if a person does not adopt any of the COVID-19 protocols, which uh, most of them are also debated amongst uh, the scientific community, then in that case, if a person uh, contracts COVID-19 and he passes away, uh, having full tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will still pass away as a shaheed, as a martyr, inshallah, and it will not be regarded as passing away due to suicide. Jazakallah for that. Mufti, how does one ascertain that our funds uh, reaches the Palestinians? This is a powerful question, powerful indeed. Yes, uh, Shafat, it's very, very difficult to ascertain. You cannot do that, you know, because Gaza alone, they don't have banks. There's no way you can get uh, the money to, to, to them except either via Israel or via uh, Gaza through the Egyptian border. So that is very, very difficult to ascertain. I'm leaving for Gaza. I'm just waiting for my visa from the Egyptian uh, 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 embassy, inshallah. So I'll be seeing first again how the aid reaches them. Qatar also sent some aid uh, the other day in the Israeli uh, government. They actually refused to send the aid to the Palestinians. So we should be very, very careful. We, su- uh, we support in St. Fansdor to get to the Palestinian people. Please uh, ascertain, make sure that 
these uh, these reputable organizations uh, organizations with a good track record that will ensure that your funds that you have sent uh, to Palestine to, does indeed reach the people. Okay. Inshallah, I hope it does that. Many, many years ago, uh, uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, I spoke to a professor in Gaza and I asked him the same question. And he said, you know, brother, it's very difficult. You come to the sheds at the border of Gaza, it's all rotting. He says even the, the, the medicine that was ordered and sent in consignment all expired. And, you know, he was actually crying. But uh, Allah yeah. uh, Alam, moving, moving on, uh, Mufti Sahib. This question says, we were expecting a harsher lockdown. Is the third wave not so devastating as the second? Any thoughts, uh, Mufti Saab? Yes, Shafat, I think we were all shocked, you know, when the president spoke and uh, made just a few two weeks and called it a, a different type of lockdown, meaning uh, stage or level two, uh, a two-week version, you know. Uh, we cannot say it is not harsher because I see the cases, the amount of cases, it is ever increasing. I think yesterday, somewhere in the 8,000 region, so uh, this is only the start of the third wave. Uh, that's why we need to be very, very careful uh, in our doings and dealings with the people outside. Take your permissible, uh, necessary uh, precautions, you know. And uh, inshallah, praise your tawakul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Gee, Mufti Sahaba, this question says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, please explain the hadith on chipped dishes for someone who says he never heard of it. Jazakallah khair, Mufti Sahaba. Uh, gee, can you just repeat uh, that question, uh, Shafat? Uh, please uh, uh, explain uh, the hadith on chipped dishes for someone who uh, say they don't believe in it. Yes, uh, I haven't heard of that also myself, you know. So uh, unfortunately, we'll have to check uh, on that, inshallah, and uh, then we'll have to give a verdict uh, on that. We must remember that many of the things going around on social media, if they, let me uh, explain very, very briefly, if there's no reference from a credible book of the compilations of a hadith, meaning from the six uh, authentic books or any other known book that is used among the scholars or critics of hadith, then we should be very, very careful and refer the matter to the uh, alim that you trust. Let him uh, ascertain and verify the content of that. Because I've seen some uh, uh, fabrications being spread around on social media and people regard it as hadith uh, shafat. And that is also very, very uh, dangerous, you know, because it has to do with a person's akira. It has to do with a person's iman at the same time. So if you believe in spread these type of things, which is sometimes fabrications and lies upon Rasulullah sallam, then that person will enter the fire of Jahannam ji. Yeah, questions are flying on the screen. How do we make dua in Sajda uh, while in Salah? Do we make dua after reading three times? Subhanallah, Rabbil Allah, Zakallah Khaira, Mufti Sahib. Gee, remember that uh, in Salah you can only make uh, dua in Arabic if, if you make uh, dua. And if you make uh, Dafal Salah, then you can speak to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, make your du'as, you know. But if you do that, then do it after you've read thrice, subhanahu rabbi al-a'la, and uh, then you can speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the closest a person can be in this world is wa sajid, says the Nabi al-Islam, is when he is in sujood, so he can increase his du'a whilst he is in sujood. So uh, in the Fard Salah, we should only uh, do what we have been commanded to do, Shafat, and it is to read the tasbih, you know. If a person wants to read Salatul Haja, Salatul Tawbah, or any other Salatul Tasbih, etc., in those uh, type of Nafal Salah, in your Nafal Salah, after your Farait Salah, and before your Farait Salah, there also you can make a dua in your Sajda as well, Ji. Jazakallah khair for that. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahib. 
if my son's uh, school assignments uh, involve uh, the making of uh, clay figurines of which uh, the Rubik uh, specifically asks for facial features, is uh, my son allowed uh, to do these assignments? Would he have to make uh, the figurines alive on, Kia, on uh, Kihamad, even though it's uh, not for any other reason but to get an assignment mark? Also, our educational system is a Western one in South Africa. They discuss things about transgender and homosexuality. Is he allowed to read the sources and answer questions on it? Uh, the reality, Muftisab, we're living in Darul Harb. Your thoughts? Yes, it is a sad reality, and this is how our children, uh, they become exposed to these ideologies and theories and uh, different lifestyles out there, and soon with the new bowl coming also, more things will be exposed. That is why I always tell the parents that educate your children at home about all the, these uh, societies out there and explain to them the detriment of believing and following these type of things, you know, because that will ultimately have an effect on the iman. And children are very, very curious, uh, Shafat, if, you, if they start reading on these things, then shaitan will make waswasa in their brains as well. So you have to tell them that all these haram uh, groups out there following up their nafs and desires and vanities, etc., our uh, children should be fortified with iman and strengthened with iman in order to cope and deal with that. Uh, with regards to the figurines, you should speak to the teacher and tell them that it is haram in Islam to draw, because according to our belief, you only have to put a roof in that sculpture, in the drawings, paintings that you have created, you know. So that goes against the creed and uh, belief of our uh, Muslim uh, community. And uh, I think uh, that according to the Constitution as well, they cannot uh, compel the child to do that, not even for a mark. Uh, with regards to the assignment. So explain to the teacher uh, that uh, that is the position within Islam and the teacher, I think she will or he will navigate around it, inshallah. Ji. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them, you know, Father Abraham, he smashed them to smithereens and that's why we can't, <laughs> we can't make them. So, yeah, and yeah. give them, you know, Mufti Sahib, you'll be amazed. That's a form of dawah. You know, there's the approach, how you talk to people and they, because they look at you in a very funny way, like, hey, hey, hey old-fashioned uh, man, I said, no, this Father Abraham's teaching, smash these idols. Now you want me to make this thing, you know, who do I uh, follow? Father Abraham, or do I listen? Anyway, that's another topic altogether. Another die coming out in me when, hey, we talk to different people. Assalamu alaikum, my brother needs a financial support. Is it compulsory for me, uh, being his sister, to support him? Good question. Very good question. Everyone needs financial support because of COVID, because of the harshness and the stark reality that we are in a pandemic and also in financial need. So it is not compulsory upon you to support him. However, out of your kindness and because of your bond with him, that you, you are both are siblings, you know. So your act of kindness will be an act of charity if your intention is correct. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, of course, uh, bless you and grant you much more. Who else must he ask for? Isn't it best then to turn to family to ask for uh, financial support and financial assistance instead of begging and asking other people who will make stories after that? So if you are in a position uh, to support him, then do so, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa grant you jazai khairji. Assalamu alaikum. As we battle the third wave, is it okay if we keep our kids at home instead of sending them to school or Mufti Saab? Yes, uh, Shafat, you must remember the cases are ever increasing, as we've mentioned. We've also seen a statement of the EFF yesterday saying that uh, if government do not close the schools, they will close it for them. So there's uh, threats coming from uh, the EFF as well. 
but the government has dismissed those threats and says that the schools shall remain open. So we have to use our own discretion here, uh, especially if there's senior people in our house, uh, in our homes as well. You know, those children have to come back from school. They've been playing with their friends, etc., and they might possibly bring the virus back home. So all these precautions and the realities, it is uh, something that we have to face, you know. So each parent should make that, uh, that decision. I don't think that if they miss out a few weeks of school, it will do any difference uh, to the children. So in that case, it would be best then to keep them at home if you have comorbidities or if you are living in fear at home, G. What is the ruling on charging a service fee for giving a loan, Mufti? Loans should be given free from the heart. You shouldn't attach any uh, fees to that. Anything extra that you attach to a loan will be regarded as interest, usually, and riba. So for that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, promised uh, eternity in the fire of Jahannam, people engaging in that. You know, you must remember that a person coming to you for a loan has already lowered his wings of humility because that's why he's asking you for a loan. Now you're adding uh, charges to that loan which makes it more difficult for him to repay you in uh, that way. You have not uh, worked for that. You have not did anything, but you're going to earn some extra rents just for boring a person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared that type of transactions completely haram. So please refrain from that, G. Now, Mufti Saab, what happens? You know, you give someone a loan and maybe a, a month later comes back to you and say, hey, you know what, Mufti Prime Smith, you were so good to me in dire needs. You helped me out. I want to give you uh, another 500 rand as a gift because you gave me the loan. What happens then, Mukhtar? That is permissible, Shafat, because that is a gift that has not been specified at the time of the loan transaction. They were now speaking and mentioning about if you're going to give me something extra or that. So it is uh, purely and solely at the discretion of the person that borrowed uh, the money in this case that he wants to give the creditor something extra. So in that case, uh, the person who made the loan, he can take that money. Okay. Yeah, people. Yeah, have them. Yeah, have them. If someone gave you a loan and improved, then I'm giving you extra. Yeah, you do that. Let's look at this question. It says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahib. Interest is haram. If I borrow a friend uh, 200000 to pay back after 10 years, what can I use uh, to hedge against inflation? Because a buying power now to 10 years' time will not be the same. Money loses its value. Please assist. Uh, yes, uh, Shafat, that is something you have to uh, to consider at the time when you're giving the loan. Uh, unfortunately, we do not work uh, with uh, inflation, the increasing of it or decreasing of it, you know. So tell me if a person, uh, if uh, say, for instance, the money is uh, uh, depreciated during the course of the 10 years, uh, then the person wants it at the current value over 10 years. But now what if the money is increased and then uh, the person is supposed to pay you less? You're not going to accept less than the 200000 that uh, he's given you. So that's why that is also forms of interest, the principal amount, uh, the, you know, the capital that you borrowed that person, even if it is after a few years' time, you will only have to pay you back that amount of money, G. Yeah, now you, yeah, brother there, you're giving dollars as a loan. And you say, uh, but you know, I gave you the dollar was uh, 1 to 18 or 1 to 20. But now you're giving me back the dollars. It's gone 1 to 7. Yeah, no, no, no. Just give that dollar there. So, uh, hey, very intricate, uh, Mufti Sahib. <laughs> Do you want to bring Mufti Taki Osmani Osmani in now? <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we'll leave it at that. Assalamu alaikum. Can a husband claim 50% share of the wife's wealth at the time of divorce? Mufisa. A husband cannot claim. This is for people who got married in COP, community of property. So in this case, you cannot claim from your wife, and your wife cannot claim 50% from you also. It is different if it is a business investment where each part has contributed 50% into that business at the time of marriage. Then at the time of divorce, if they want to resolve, then only that person can claim 50% of the business, but not in a marriage. Uh, Shafat, you did not work towards it 50%, so that is not part of Islamic teachings. We should avoid uh, these things, you know. Uh, uh, these type of clauses also, when we get married, we should not include that Islam is not permitted uh, shurud and conditions uh, that is uh, completely based on batil, so people can refrain from the G. Mufti Saab, what is the ruling in forcing a husband to divorce his second wife when the first wife finds out about the second wife, Mufti? No one can force him to divorce his second wife, just as the second wife cannot force him to divorce his first wife. Uh, the first wife, of course, you know, we should do these things beautifully, Shafat, with adab, with decorum, and with respect. Uh, at least have some uh, ethical abilities and tell your wife that you are going to get married again. Secret marriages always has repercussions. When people find out in many families, uh, they become upset, although it is permissible for a man to get married a second and third and fourth wife as well. So in this case, you cannot force the husband to divorce uh, that second wife. Any person that does that, a wife that requests her husband to divorce uh, his other wife, that uh, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said that she will not even get the fragrance of uh, Jannah, and yet the fragrance of Jannah can be uh, smelt and uh, found from miles and miles and miles away. So they will be deprived from inshaAllah. Mew, mew. Hey, is that a cat in the studio, Yusuf? Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a question here for you, Mufti Saab. Mufti, what is the ruling on cat hair in both the Hanafi and Shafi views? Please, Mufti. Yes, uh, in the Shafi view, Shafat, you must remember that if cat, uh, the hair that is on the cat, uh, that will be considered as uh, clean, you know. So when the cat uh, sort of loses uh, its, uh, its hair, uh, then that will be considered as impure because it is separated uh, from the animal. So uh, that's why Olama said that people that uh, should get rid of uh, that type uh, of cat hair, uh, you know, sometimes you'll find it on the couch or sometimes you'll find it laying around. So those type of hair or hair particles, uh, that will be considered as uh, as impure. In the Hanafi madhab, it will not be considered as impure. It will be considered as, as a pure still. So uh, those people following the Hanafi madhab, uh, they don't have to uh, struggle with it. They can just brush it aside also or pick it up. As for Lucy within the Shafi madhab, they will have to dispose of it. G. Uh, Mufti Saab, if uh, someone comes uh, to me for a loan, can I borrow him the amount in gold, example 1 kg gold, and expect their payment back in gold, equal amount that I loaned him? Example, 1 kg of gold for 1 kg of gold later. Hey, golden oldie, Mufti Saab. Yes, as long as, as there is no extra uh, charges attached to that, you must remember that it must be uh, of the same type, of the same genes, you know, one kilo of gold for one kilo of gold, one kilo uh, 24 karat gold for one kilo 24 karat gold. The moment there is difference in the type of qualities, of uh, the type of uh, for weight, not qualities, the type of measurements, uh, you want 1.1 kg bag, etc., this is when interest enters in a riba and usually, and that is completely prohibited, G.
Yeah, money value will increase. You know, on, on gold is gold. I mean, the gold is is something that uh, through the test of time, that's the currency we should be all dealing in gold, uh, Mufisa. That is that is the thing. Then there will be no depreciation of of uh, of currencies like how we deal in paper money. Uh, if you deal it directly in gold and silver, you mean that your future is guaranteed at least in, in value of that gold because it is always increasing, Shafat. Always increasing, yeah. I don't know in Cape Town. No, they got no, no, no. In Cape Town, no gold mine people. No, no. Someone say hey, they they escaping. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. He's only got watermelons and uh, rabbits there. Yeah. Okay. Can one sell? Uh, can one sell honey mixed with golden syrup as a pure honey, Mukisa? You cannot sell it as pure honey until and unless you tell the customers that this honey has been mixed with uh, other ingredients as well. That's why honey is one of the most fake commodities out there. That be like the dollar also, uh, people like to fake it because uh, the color of golden syrup and all these corn syrups that they add to it as additives, you won't be able to taste it immediately unless you do a honey test, Shafat. So that is deception. If you sell uh, golden syrup mixed honey as a pure honey, you have to inform the customers that this has been uh, been mixed. And I know that you're an expert in honey, Shafat, because you always receive that honey <laughs> so beautiful, you know, that you can drink also. So I, I know uh, what I'm talking about. You're the expert in honey, G. Yeah, I know. I take you to that friend of mine. Hey, Mufti Sabah, you take the bottle, you turn it over. And when you give me a wink, that means this honey is diluted. Yeah. And then you say, hey, this is like a soft drink here. Yeah? And I get to know, Mufti has taught me a lot. But rosewood honey, oh, Mufti Sab, you must come to the East Run and you come yeah. and get this. Rose with honey, I tell you, value for your money. Macadamia honey, lychee honey, plain boss honey. Yes. Just try it. Value for your money, Mufti Sam. Okay. Mufti yes. knows his honey people. Pass <laughs> off, eh? Pass off, Yala. Yeah. Uh, Mufti Sam, is it permissible to remove a unibrow, Mufti Sam? You can remove uh, a unibrow if it uh, causes you some sort of discomfort or your husband is not too satisfied with uh, how it is growing, you know. So only that part uh, you can remove. That is the part between the two eyebrows. So a small piece that you can take it to it and you can remove it, inshallah. Uh, there will be no harm upon you, no sin upon you also. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, this question is important because we see a lot of the non-Muslims doing this uh, can a Muslim male stand and urinate? Shafat, uh, it is not permissible generally for people to stand and urinate. Men and females are likewise, you know, this ruling is for both of them. However, if there's a dire medical need, uh, sometimes something has to do with the kidneys, etc., or a person comes to a specific place uh, where, like a rubbish dump, etc., where he feels that his uh, clothes will become soiled, then that person uh, can do that. But that is in special circumstances, you know. So we as Muslims, we as the followers of Rasulullah, we sit and we urinate when we go to the toilet, especially males, because you must be uh, careful of the splatter of the urine drops going onto your clothes, even if it is unknowingly and unintentionally. That is the cause of why most people are punished in the grave, because of uh, the negligence with regards to cleaning themselves properly and the urine uh, that drops that goes onto the clothing as well. So that is uh, why people People are being punished in the grave as well, G. Mufti Saba, what percentage of a fixed profit share is permissible in a partnership? There's no fixed profit share in a uh, partnership, uh, uh, Shafat, that you have to have a profit share and uh, the share of loss as well. 
so that uh, you can do, you know. So otherwise, people will say, I want 30% uh, fixed profit share, but uh, this month uh, the company didn't make that amount of money, so you will have to share in the losses as well. So people should be very, very careful. In partnerships, there's always a lot of problems arising uh, because of deception, because of a bad deal, uh, you know, shurut uh, and uh, conditions that uh, is not conformed to the teachings of Islam, etc. And uh, partnerships, most of them, or in the Kathira Many of those partnerships, some of them transgress upon the other people. So be very, very careful when you're opening and dealing in partnerships, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa grant us all to Absolutely, Mufti Saab, and uh, you were absolutely mashallah this morning. Perhaps your parting words? Yes, uh, Shafat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy and make dua for us also that we reach uh, Gaza in uh, good spirits and good health as well. Allah forgive all those people who passed away of uh, COVID-19, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on this ummah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And to all of you that have sent in uh, messages, a big jazakallah khair to you, you and you. And uh, talking about the honey people, yeah, in our opinion, this is some of the most delicious honey on the planet. You can get your hands on some by clicking on www.rosewithhoney.co.za. No, 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 no. No, we don't go for the golden syrup here, people. It's kullu, 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 kullu. Ah, yeah. Kullu pure. You said, eh? You say kullu halal. Kullu pure. Yeah, honey is always, uh, inshallah, always halal. Uh, macadamia honey, lychee honey, you can get aloe honey, you get, can get your aloe and citrus honey, your Cape Fame Boss honey, blue gum honey, sunflower honey, multiflora honey, value for your money. People, get that. Get the sukun in your mind. You know, you know, I'm telling you, you have to try Rosewood Garden honey. Call them there in the East Run, 082851 yeah, yes, uh, absolutely, brother. He says, uh, Shafat, I'm having a naan and uh, kalio today. Can I have a dollop of honey on the side? I tell you, brother, that naan and that kalio, I don't know whether you're having mutton kalio or you're having the chicken kalio, but a dollop of uh, Rosewood Gardens honey there, hmm, it'll be out of this world. Out of this world. Yeah, it'll be too good. And whilst we talk about we enjoying our kalios, our dalgos, our kachumbar and reita and all that. Think about the reality, the reality of continuing high levels of poverty and the pain and the indignity of those living in hunger. People that convinces us that we have to do something and respond to this critical need. Help feed 100 needy people with a hearty, hearty, hearty meal for 3,500 rands or you can sponsor a package for 35 rands. Contribute any amount of your lilla or sadhakar towards this noble cause. Name, a Sirius FM, a bank FNB. Type, check, a branch code 251-242, account number 6260-877-4221. Reference, name and surname. For inquiries, a telephone 0828517500. 076569 8400 Fax 086-671-9180 Campaign ends on the 31st of July 2021 Sirius FM Sharing the beauty of Islam Sirius FM broadcast in the East Round in South Africa on 105.7 MHz 
and on audio streaming that reaches listeners in more than 120 countries around the world. www.seriousfm.mobi. Yeah, it's all happening. Yeah, it's Mobi. You got that, people. Yeah, write that properly. Well, Yusuf Asma, Jazakallah khair for keeping the show a point. I really enjoy your company. You have, and you, and you, and you, and all of you have a blessed day ahead. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful programming and lovely cheese interspersed. Remember, the 14 Durus will come in, the surahs of the Noble Quran will be played, and Mufti A.K. Hussein will be giving the translation of the Qutbah from the Holy Lands. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Broadcasting live from the East Rand, this is Sirius FM, 24 hours a day, sharing the peace and light of Islam, www.suriusfm.net.